1: Hey, look out. It's Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. There she is, one of our favorite guests. I mean that, Lisa. I really, really mean that. Lisa Anderson from Focus on the Family. She's the host of The Boundless Show. No doubt you've heard it. It's on Faith Talk Atlanta. She's also director of Young Adults at Focus on the Family. And what a great podcast. I want to talk to her about that and more uh, in just a few. How are you, first of all?
2: Well, I'm doing well. I would appreciate the favorite status in writing, Rick. At some point, well,
1: um, we can get that to you. Definitely, we can make that, that would happen.
2: be excellent. Signed, yeah, yeah and sealed. <laughs> so, no, doing well today. It's great. Summer's my favorite season, so I love it. Yep. Yeah,
1: Dan, the I, I mean, here she is. She's a wealth of everything, right? Knowledge, <laughs> wisdom, but I think it's probably her sarcasm that we like the most, don't you think?
0: That is exactly what it is. She has the spiritual <laughs> gift of sarcasm, just like you and I do, I believe. So. It's something that we share together.
2: A little bit of that. That is very yeah. true. So, yeah. yeah, sometimes I have to temper it, though, especially around my older friends. They don't always uh, get it. And old, by old, I mean like my 97 year old neighbor. Uh, it's a little <laughs> lost on her sometimes.
1: So. Wow. <laughs> well, I noticed you glant—you glanced at my video when you said older. You didn't <laughs> yeah. glance at uh, Well, I didn't mean
2: that old, Rick. I meant <laughs> around 96, 97. I didn't, yeah. you know.
1: Which is really a cool story uh, because I. I heard that on your the latest podcast that you go grocery shopping from time to time and basically the the podcast I want to get into this in just a second managing your money despite inflation and you were talking to I don't know how old they they are they're obviously younger than than me mm-hmm. some very smart uh I mean some of the answers I thought whoa I'm taking notes here help me um but it came up That you shop for your 96 year old neighbor uh, and she has she she's she can get you digital coupons and paper coupons. And it was talking about saving money in this this inflationary time. So that's pretty cool. How long have you been doing that?
2: She is, so weirdly enough, my housemate and I were friends. We met her on a trail just across the street when she was the young age of 92, I believe, um, out hiking. And actually, uh, we had her over for the 4th of July, and that was our four-year anniversary of knowing her. Um, When we first met her on the 4th of July, she was hiking in a star spangled and by spangled, I mean rhinestones and (laughs) whatever star shirt with dangly, sparkly earrings and uh, was all dressed up. And so she came over just the other night and we celebrated again um, for that. And so, yeah, so it's it's been a while and she's slowing down a little bit physically, but man, she is sharp. And so she's something to aspire to.
0: I love that that she's ninety seven and wearing yeah. rhinestones and sparkly and everything that's awesome. she her.
2: I yeah, I can tell that she often looks at me with disdain with my fashion choices um, <laughs> and she would love to do some styling because clearly, um yeah, the t-shirt this would not fly for her, so
0: not not bedazzled enough, I guess.
2: no, not at all. no, <laughs> I did put earrings in though that was a good uh, I felt like that was a, a nod to her. That's yeah. good.
1: And you know it's awesome. She's ninety six, ninety seven, and she's doing. I mean, hiking and going out and that kind of thing. Is she from Colorado? Is he a Colorado native, or you know,
2: she's a she's a Texas native. Oh, um, look out! She actually <laughs> they build them strong in Texas, I yes, guess. They do. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a Texas native, but lived a good portion of her life in the Chicago area. Interestingly enough, she has been. She's probably one of the oldest living young life. Workers and volunteers out there beginning first in like the 1940s, I think it was on staff with them. And so uh, she still supports them. And of course, they're local here to to Colorado Springs as far as their headquarters. And so she's still pretty involved, but such a, a sweet person and a little firecracker.
0: Well, and if she lived in Chicago nowadays, that'll make you tough because it's right. a tough city to live in right now. <laughs> she,
2: her son still lives there, and she said, "And he's he has a PhD." And I keep saying, "I thought you're the smart one. Why do you still live there?" So <laughs> she's pretty funny. Yeah,
1: it's funny. Lisa Anderson, uh, host of the Boundless Show, check it out. Director of Young Adults for Focus and uh, podcasts. Before we get into that, I do want to get into serious stuff. Um, but uh, you mentioned something on the podcast about filling your car up. For 50 bucks, what are you driving?
2: Um, I got a Honda CRV at this point. So yeah, you can't really in Colorado, you're kind of lame if you don't drive an SUV. And that's an an overstatement, but it is kind of for those, you know, occasional days of snow we get in the winter that, you know, I have family up in Fargo, so they're not buying it. Um, (laughs) But, you know, we we get snow here and then you have to drive through it and then it melts two days later. So, you know, nothing as crazy as Atlanta, of course, guys, you know, you guys with your wild weather down
0: there yeah. I tell you what if there's a, a hint of snow if there's a mention of snow yeah it gets crazy so oh
2: my goodness yeah.
1: if somebody just uses the sn uh part of a <laughs> word people <laughs> just
2: bread hurry what School's School's shut down, down. And everything's yeah. Yeah. yep
1: yeah. all right I'm gonna go back to your podcast I've been hinting uh about it here for uh, a little while managing money despite inflation episode 752 if you're taking notes at home uh, boundless.org Really, I, I love the structure. I love the sound. I love everything about your your podcast. And, and again, I know you have somebody I think that produces it. The music choices are really, really good. Um, where you got these three young men talking about uh, finances and inflation? I thought it was just brilliant. Their answers, uh, and it's not something they studied up for and made notes. It just came out of their. That's what they're doing. They're they're practicing. Yeah. And when and, and you got to listen. You got to listen to this podcast. It's really really good what are the young people and and they are young people what are young men and women saying about these times not just the inflation the flip of roe versus wade uh which if you watch television at all it's crazy town Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh what else is going on you've got uh, the uh, conflict in uh ukraine and all this stuff politics it's all what are young people saying And what are your answers for them? Or do you let them answer themselves? It seems like they're answering their own questions.
2: (laughs) Well, we kind of, um, yeah, it's kind of a mixed bag. And that's the fun aspect of the show, especially in that first segment that you heard, Rick, uh, which we call our round table, because that really is just young adults doing life and talking about it and helping one another out. So we don't bring our experts in usually until segment two. Yeah, And so um, that, that one in particular was really fun because I think these three guys, you know, never thought they all have jobs. So they're just like, why would we ever think that we had to pinch pennies and worry about finances and stuff? I mean, we're like single dudes just like renting, you know, sharing a house with some guys and stuff. So um, but it was it was a big deal. And you could tell like one of them said, I've started clipping coupons. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like my grandma, you know, I'm clipping yeah. coupons. And another one said, I'm trying to make some smart investment strategies. And I just figured, you know, oh, yeah, just dump money in your 401k and you're good. And that's no longer enough. And right. so um, in fact, I don't even personally, I haven't even checked mine because I'm too afraid. So yes. I'm like, don't even want to go there. Um, but then we think of like, Roe v. Wade, for example, huge, uh, celebrating at Focus on the Family and at Boundless even. Um, but for us, it's very nuanced in the sense of young adults, they don't want to hear. And we all know this, that, you know, legislation is not the, the root of this issue. It's not the root of the solution. Um, you don't change legislation. You change hearts on this yeah. issue. And I hope we'll yeah. see a tidal wave in that direction. But, um, really for us, the emphasis is, okay, this is monumental. God did a big thing, but what are we doing at the local level? What are we doing now to embrace these moms and these kids and dads who are hurting and doing our part as the church to step in and provide resources and care and support? And so that's something that our Boundless audience really rallies around and feeling very, you know, very much digital natives. But also, I mean, I was uh, joking with you guys about my intern earlier. This is the first year I've had an intern who was not born at 9-11. So, you know, 2002 uh, is the birth year of most of the interns in our intern class this year. And so you think of a group of young people that have grown up not knowing what it's like to not have terror as a, a threat over your nation, mm-hmm. uh, to not experience a lot of the stringent uh, parameters that we have in a lot of things that go around. Of course, now they consider themselves um, only half jokingly the COVID generation, uh, <laughs> because that's something they just walked through as a big formative mm-hmm. part of their college years in particular. And so I think there's a certain amount of um, it, of weariness in this and feeling like everything that their parents and grandparents have promised them a la the american dream yeah. is not just assumptive anymore and so yeah. they have to trust in something bigger and that is god himself
1: that's so good dan you i think your your mic's off
0: my bad. I muted myself to cough and forgot to unmute. <laughs> did I, you not a, put the
1: quarter in the uh the I microphone yeah, slot?
0: I, I forgot to.
1: Okay, sorry uh, about anyway, that.
0: Anyway, my my bad. I'm a professional. Um <laughs> Lisa, do you find when you're talking to these younger folks, um, especially on social issues like like the Roe v. Wade, like um LGBTQ rights and all that, that that they kind of see things differently than we like as a Gen Xer or, you know, the older generations did. I mean, we were just talking with our uh, a, we have a teenager and then oh, young 20s, and they seem to be more like, well, is it such a bad thing? And, and you have to right. explain to them, yes, spiritually, this is what God says. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Well, and again, it's an issue of, of native experience. And so, for example, you think of I think I just read an article the other day that it's around between 30 and 40 percent of Gen Z now are identifying uh, in some uh, end of the LGBT spectrum. And, you know, some of that is just experimentation. Some of that is confusion. But many are claiming that label uh, in some sense. And so when you think of a, a Christian young adult, maybe young 20s, you know, they're like, look, here's the deal. I have got friends who are gay. I have family members who are gay. Maybe I have co-workers they're all great people they're nice people they you know they're fun to work with they're hilarious they're whatever and so their experience of this it's it's hard for them to reconcile what they know to be biblical truth mm-hmm. but to say but maybe you know what what about what's god really saying about this and so that's why you know really my goal at boundless these days is to uh disciple a generation of young adults to read the bible for themselves understand the Bible and apply it to their lives on a Tuesday because that's where the rubber hits the road. And so, you know, and again, we're constantly saying one of our conversations around Pride Month was um, you know, what's the best way to love your LGBT neighbor? It's not by just putting up a, a pride overlay on your profile picture on social media. <laughs> you know, the best way <laughs> is to truly love them where they are and and acknowledge that we're all sinners, but also point them to a better way and yeah. introduce them to Jesus Christ and show them that, you know, no one no one, no one just wakes up one day and says, you know, today I think I'm not going to be gay. Yeah. No one just decides that. The, the transforming work of Jesus Christ has to happen, as with all of us who struggle with sin.
1: Lisa Anderson, host of The Boundless Show, director of uh, Young Adults at Focus, and check out her podcast and her show. Lisa, if you can stay, I'd like to keep you for just a little while. We'll do one more segment with you got a few more things I'd like to talk to you about. If you got to go, it's all, it's all good. Go to fotf.org. I think you can go to also boundless, right? Boundless. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, boundless.org.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh love having Lisa on the show. Uh check out the podcasts. Uh, what was I going to say? Well, it's interesting what you said because the whole uh with the 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 pride month, we just experienced pride month and and pride month was displayed everywhere. I mean, I have a uh, my middle son has special needs. And when I'm in the office, he's watching, you know, Nickelodeon he's watching uh, some of the other, you know, he likes the cartoons. And so, you know, I'll be I'd be going back to the kitchen, getting something, coming back to the office. And there's I mean, it's pride everywhere. And I'm like, wow, it's you know, how do I communicate that? Uh I mean, we continue to let him watch it. We're we're not banning him from watching the cartoons, but you know, it's a conversation that we have had and have to have with with our with our children and our and our grandchildren. I said all that to say, my youngest son. Now, I, I consider myself. Hey, I'm a boomer, uh, former hippie. Uh, you know, I still like rock and roll, uh, tattoos, biker. It's all right there, but I'm also, I'm not way right. I'm kind of more rightish middle, I guess, you know, if you if you want to know the politics, because I'm very strong on social issues. I want people to be taken care of, but I don't want them to abuse the system. I said all that to say this. My youngest son is 19, almost 20, and his girlfriend is uh, 17, 18, and she has three friends that have just come over the house and they are by birth male. Well, two of them, one female, Mm. one one identifies as uh, a female. One is is cross-dressing. And so they seem to be somewhere around the 16, 17, 18 mark. Uh, You know, just when you think in your mind, you don't have any battles with that because we feel like we open our house to anyone and love them because the love of Christ is what sets the captives free, right? Absolutely. But, it, but it was a challenge. I didn't, I, I'm, of course, it wouldn't say anything because I'm not that way. And I want to treat them fairly as a person, as a human and with the love of Christ. But it is when you're faced with that. It's something that you have to check your mind and go, OK, I do believe the scripture. It says what it says. But as you so beautifully put, you know, love them beyond the the pride month banner on your facebook mm-hmm. love them period with with nothing held back and it, it i had to grow i it was an area in my mind where i'm screaming my mind is screaming yes but this is not right and i know it's not but that's not the time to say this is not right stand up and beat you crazy like with the bible but to love them so hopefully we demonstrated that and and you know we'll continue to do that Uh, why did I say all that? But thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. But it was just to reiterate what you just said, because it's so powerful. It's love is, is the key, right? Mm.
2: Yeah. Well, and the whole thing is, I mean, we, we have to remember the scripture itself says that our battle is not against flesh and blood. Mm. We're not out there battling, you know, the LGBT activists or whatever we're, we're battling in this world. Satan himself is, is out to take us out. And so, you know, I have a number of LGBT friends um, and, you know, some uh, would call themselves Christians. Others would be agnostic or atheist. It just runs the gamut, yeah. but all of them, as I view them as my friends, you know, it's a, it's a deception. It is a, you know, it's not anyone saying, you know, the one thing that I want to do today is just choose to um, maybe end up being transgender or I want to, you know, it's the Satan has blinded the Mm -hmm. eyes of this world. And without the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we will not see. And so um, again, it's just this opportunity to say, Wow. You know, speak truth. And I do. All of my friends know exactly where I stand. They know that I hold the biblical truth because I think it's also not helpful to be shady in that direction. Yes, and yeah. be like, well, you know, yeah. let's just leave it up for debate. Right, it's right. not because God's established that. But at the same time, uh, we know that, you know, it's the it's the kindness of God that leads people to repentance. Yes. and So we want to model that in every way.
1: Mm. Good stuff. Oh, so good. Yeah. You know, if Lisa ever starts a church, Dan, I think we're in. <laughs>
0: Yeah, or if she runs for office. I'm voting for
1: her. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll keep
0: you posted.
1: Lisa Anderson, check out the Boundless Show and director of Young Adults for Focus. Uh, just some good stuff. Listen to all the podcasts. The the latest one, probably a new one dropping pretty soon. I think that one was what just a few weeks ago, but it's really, really, really good. Episode uh, two fifty two. All right, do you have time? Uh, do you do you ever touch on things like, I hate to say the G word guns. I mean, cause we live in a time now it's, it's, you know, I, again, I especially mean,
0: lately. I mean, it's, it's been a big hot button issue.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I'm all in, I, I had a conversation with somebody and I'm in no means dogmatic uh, about any of this, but I said, you know, it's really a matter of the heart. If you're going to get a gun, you're going to get a gun, but I try not to even go there because politics and, and guns and that stuff is just is just too messy. What are the young people saying that are that are Christ followers that you've run into, that you lead, that you take care of, that you minister to? What are they saying about the gun issue?
2: Yeah, I think it's another one of those really hard conversations that we have to have on, you know, the balance of personal freedoms and what we are given our rights in this nation and, you know, Hey, the Second Amendment is there for a reason, um, but also recognizing that when you see, I mean, you know, again, just this past weekend violence mm-hmm. in the North Shore of Chicago and yeah. seeing, I think, again, this is where that that weariness comes in with our audience of just like, is it ever going to stop mm-hmm. when, you know, and and there is a I, I think this is where young adults are are very willing to learn and to accept um, the facts that taking it all into account, the components of mental illness that are coming into this, the components of fatherlessness, um, Mm -hmm. many of them are, are living that out and the ramifications of that. And then also recognizing, you know, that can there be another conversation around guns and the application of uh, the second amendment and how this plays out? What does that look like? And so, you know, do we need, I mean, do, you know, say a college student, do my peers or, or students even younger than I am need to be running around with military grade (laughs) weapons. I mean, I, you know, I think there's a conversation that has to be had. And, and again, it's a balance of where are our freedoms? What does this look like? What freedoms do we lay down for the cause of Christ personally and corporately? And how do we go about that in a way that is, you know, is kind and also using common sense.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Lisa, thank you so much for, for what you do, and especially with the generation that you work with, because I mean, I I love that age generation, but it can be hard because we're, as we get older, we get so set in our ways and and it's hard for us to think, well, why are they thinking differently than me? Uh, But just loving on them and pointing them to Christ because so many of them are walking away from their faith altogether uh, and and they need people like like you, Lisa. So thank you for what you're doing.
1: Thank you. And real quick on your podcast, you asked the, uh, your guests and the, the roundtable. table. What are you willing to give up during these uh, crazy times of inflation? And what are you not willing to give up? That's my question to you. What are you willing to give up?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, this is funny. It's not too different for me just in normal non-inflationary times. I always say because I'll, I'll talk to young adults a lot. And there's a talk that I give that I call um, advice to my 20-something self, and it's in five different areas of what I wish I'd known when I was in my 20s as I look back on those years and I feel like, oh man, had I known some of these things, um, maybe I would have you know, avoided a world of hurt in some areas. But financially, I always tell people principles apply. Figure out what is important to you and then be willing to scrimp in other areas. So for me, experiences are important. Even during inflation, I'm going to do a road trip. I'm going to travel with friends. I'm going to do vacation. I'm going to make that happen. What I'm not going to do is um, uh, enter into the world of high fashion, as we can <laughs> see right here, uh, much to the chagrin of my precious neighbor. Um, I'm not into like high, um, you know, entertainment. Like I would rather go and hang out with friends than go to some expensive. Meal, you know, I'm not a foodie. I'm not into all that kind of stuff. I don't have a lot of stuff. And so I've definitely cut back there. And I have just like, I love finding ways to save money. And so I make it a game. And so, um, you know, probably not giving up coffee anytime soon. Yeah, so do that. um, that's a,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind
2: of a non negotiable at this yeah. point. So there are other things that, you know, like, uh, <laughs> Like what? Like food that has to go instead yeah. instead of coffee. Um, yeah, no, it really is. It's a give and take and realizing how to make it work.
1: So good. Lisa Anderson. Lisa, we'd love to talk to you in the fall, catch up with you, see what's going on. Uh, you are a, a gem. You really are. Uh, Lisa Anderson, host of The Boundless Show here at Faith Talk Atlanta, director of Young Adults at, at Focus. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst.
0: And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live.